Hi, I'm Megan. I'm Colin. And this is Pet Sitter Sitter Confessional. Confessional. An open and honest discussion about life as a pet sitter. Brought to you by Time to Pet and Pet Perennials. Christina Walker, the top dog pet sitter, has been in the industry for 15 years now. Over the years, she's learned how to set up good boundaries, how she's learned to grow relationships in her community. And today, she talks about what it was like transitioning out of her corporate America job into her very own pet sitting business all those years ago. Let's get started. Thank you, Colin, and so much for having me today. As a fan of the show, this is so exciting. I love listening to all the different interviewers and all the tips and things from poop scoop to all kinds of things. So this is exciting. Um, I'm Christina Walker with Top Dog Pet Sitter. Top Dog Pet Sitter is located in Villa Rica, Georgia, which is west of Atlanta. So we are 25 miles to Alabama. (laughs) So we're way out there in the rural area, just like right there by Alabama, tucked away. (laughs) So um, so my husband and I uh, do this full time. And so it's real, it's been real exciting. So that's a little bit about me and the company. That's really cool. And, you know, to know that you're doing it in a more rural setting, I think that's a little more unique. I know a lot of people work in typical uh, you know, high density, high population areas. So what, what has that been like working out in a more rural, rural populated area? We actually love it because our drive is usually really pretty. You know, we're kind of going through surface roads and lots of trees and, you know, sometimes farmland. So it's not so, for us, it's not as hustle and bustle, of, you know, right there in the city. So um, there's not as much traffic. So, um, so that's been kind of nice. <laughs> so we, we really like it. Um, we do try to cluster our visits. So, cause we, you know, had to get a little more creative being in the rural area. So we had, you know, we have certain cities that we service. So we try to do those cities together and then go to the next city and go to the next city. But, um, we've learned all the back roads. So if there is something going on, we'll just hop on the surface roads and, you know, and or the highway, but it's, it's been great. Um, you know, we've gotten to meet all kinds of different people and that's how we started doing small farm animals because being out in the rural area. So, <laughs> Hey, can you take care of my chicken? You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love that. Cause yeah, that does kind of just inherent in where you are. It does kind of change the services that you're able to offer. So like what, what kind of services are you, are you providing? We do primarily do um, drop-in visits. So that's when people are out of town on vacation or just gone. Well, we do have some daily dog walks because we have uh, people in different professions. Um, it's usually either, you know, let out in the fenced in yard or an actual walk. So we do have, um, we do have some that we do service, uh, which is very, you know, great to have that. Um, and with it, with us having, you know, different areas, we have some that are a little bit more in the city and then we have the rural areas. We're able to kind of, um, offer that. Um, we also offer, um, we do the, you know, the, the daily dog walks. We do cat sitting, of course, and, uh, bird sitting, exotic pet care, the small farm animals that I told you about. Um, we do pet waste removal, um, commercial and residential, uh, pet transportation. Um, that's something we have been doing a little bit more of and wedding services. So that's just kind of a snapshot of 
some of the stuff we offer. How did the how did the wedding services get started? Because uh, I think that's such a unique thing to offer. Yeah, it got started. One of our clients um, wanted to incorporate her dogs in her wedding. And so she reached out to us and was like, hey, is that something you could help us with? We really want to have our dogs in our wedding. And of course, we said yes. And we thought this would be so fun. And so it was, it was a great experience. And so we got to be part of their day. And um, we were kind of more the pet handler. So we just were there to, um, to make sure the pets were, you know, they're gone to the bathroom and we would had them on leashes and took care of them and passed them on to the wedding party. And from there, I learned a whole lot, like what supplies I needed, like poop bags and food for me and things. (laughs) I wasn't, you know, because I had never done this before. So (laughs) I was starving the first time. (laughs) I was like, okay, I need to get some food, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So it was fun though. It it was so great. And of course, to see the pets that, you know, we, we pet sit for down the aisle. It was so adorable. And, um, and so it got us thinking, you know, this could be something we could offer for other um, people, you know, getting married. And um, so it's been fun. We've done a few weddings and it's been real exciting. No, oh, I, I love hearing that. And, you know, touching on the fact of like those little things that you don't always think about, about like, you know, oh, yeah, I have to eat in order for this to, to work. work. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was there like six hours. I'm like, um, yeah, like I probably needed to. <laughs> I mean, I figured the parts of it out, but yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, it's a reminder of like these little, these quote, little things. Like you just have to experience that you've got. to. it's this learning yeah. process of every time you add or change something, you're never going to be a hundred percent prepared for it entirely. And that's okay. Right. And just to, to roll with it and go, okay, I'll write that next time bring sandwich or yes. whatever, you know, like it's, yeah. <laughs> you also offer um, care for exotic pets. Uh, what, what kind of pets do you typically care for in that, in that world? Yeah, well, it kind of got started when I had a client want us to watch their son's frogs. So, so we were, you know, watching their dogs and everything. And he's like, oh, can you watch our, you know, our son's frogs? And I said, well, sure. I've never watched them, but I can learn. And so the, the frogs were in a cage and it was a, there was like a, a bottle that needed to be filled with water because it kind of um, put some mist into the, like a fog kind of into the, into the tank. And it kind of gave it a mist. And um, so it was really kind of neat and fascinating, all the different, the different care for the different species. And so we thought this is kind of neat. And then I, of course, gave the frog some crickets, but it wasn't as scary as I thought. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to be handling crickets. But it's like, it was like this plastic long tube that just went in here, went into this container and then you pulled it out and then you just dropped it into the, to the frog container. So it wasn't. I was like, oh, okay. So that was kind of where I kind of started doing it. And then, you know, I had another client that had a turtle and it was just really neat to, you know, to make sure their habitat was clean and, and, and the way it was supposed to be and, you know, give it the fresh um, vegetables and water. And so it was just really fun. And, and I learned, you know, of course I educated myself a little bit more on each time we did some, and then, you know, then we had some lizards and, you know, chameleons and different stuff. And so each species is taken care of differently, um, you know, and, and, you know, some of them have to have a heat lamp. And so it's just kind of like, you know, when you're going through the dog and the cats and they have, okay, this is Fido needs this and, you know, and stuff like that. It was kind of the same thing, but with, um, 
with the exotic pets and, um, and I've done a few snakes, of course, not poisonous. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, they're in the cage and, um, the tank or wherever, and we would just change out the water. And, and, um, so, and we, I think the biggest one we've ever taken care of, we had a, it was a very, uh, gigantic, it was a very large, uh, tortoise. And when I first met the client, um, it was walking around in the backyard and I thought, wow, you know, like I've never seen anything like this. And of course I told her all that, you know, when I first started doing this and, um, and so, but when we pet sit, it was in a huge enclosure in the basement, um, with sand. And oh. so it was like in this big area. And so we just came and gave it fresh veggies and checked the water and she showed us some things and it was just really fascinating. So that's why I make sure to list it. So people who do have exotic pets, you know, lizards and different things, you know, they know that we can do that. And of course, if there's something we can't handle, we'll, we'll tell them, but it's just been really neat. And um, we just, it's just been a really uh, kind of fun doing different types of pets. Yeah, they do provide a unique kind of experience for, for us, the, the pet sitter, right? We're like, okay, we're doing dogs, doing cats, lots of cuddles, lots of stuff, right? You know, and then you can't really cuddle with the reptiles and amphibians, but there's still, it's just how yeah. unique that indifferent that care is. I remember we took care of somebody's lizard one time and in the grand scheme of things, it was probably the most boring thing ever because the lizard just sat on its rock and ate its mealworms and that was it. But it was so like, whoa, this is so much fun. Like, it was so cool because <laughs> it, <laughs> it adds a little bit more variety and, and spice to to that experience. Exactly. And, and, and we get to learn more, too. It sounds like, you know, as you are taking on these new clients, there's a lot of research, a lot of education that goes into that before you show up to start taking care of them so that you are, you know, you are fully knowledgeable in that. You recently celebrated 15 years in business, which is amazing. That is so cool. What what keeps you going after 15 years? We just this is our baby. I mean, the business and that we created this, you know, it's just been amazing. And just knowing that we get to go outside and just it's very therapeutic. You know, we get up and we just get to go out and 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 see all the pets and um and it just, is there something different when it's your business and, you know, you're working on it? It just kind of keeps you going. It's just like, wow, this is cool. We can, we, we're doing this, you know, this is our thing, you know, and um, we, we just love it. We've learned so much along the way. And um, it's just, um, it's something really cool about actually being outside, whether it's sitting outside working or just, you know, walking outside and stuff. It, it's just been great. Um, doing this yeah there's probably well there's never a dull moment uh and there's always something to do in the different facets of it as you mentioned of the getting to be outside traveling the cool back roads getting to experience the the awesome people that you're meeting and take care of the pets and like there's all these different things of if one starts to get boring there's always something else that will not be boring and you kind of i'm sure kind of rotate through yes. these phases <laughs> yes <laughs> And, and you, you say we because you work with your husband. So what what's that like? Have uh, working together? 
Well, actually, it's great. Um, we get to see each other more, obviously, than when we were in corporate. And um, we get to coordinate sometimes lunch. You know, it's it's a lot more interactive, uh, which has been, we, we love it. Um, we're, you know, we balance each other out. He does our, my husband, Mike, does our um, accounting and the book stuff and the marketing. And, of course, you know, pet sits, too. Yeah. And I do a lot of the day-to-day and different things. So we kind of are constantly collaborating and, and running ideas off each other and you know if things come up we're talking about it how to do things and um so it's been great i mean we we just kind of um we're a partnership and a team and um and you know well if we chat on the phone he's playing with the kid and a cat and i'm talking you know throwing a ball to the dog or something so it just kind of keeps things exciting and if something's going on we're you know talking about it so um so it's been great. We, we've been able to do a lot together. So a lot more than, you know, before we can kind of coordinate our times better because we obviously know what's going on, you know, <laughs> so a lot easier than, Oh, I got a meeting today. You know, what, what meeting we're here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, so, so you're balancing this, you're working together really closely together. You're collaborating. I love that word. I love that word collaborating when you're working together, you know, with, with your spouse or your significant other, because it really is, it really is this ability to utilize the other person's strengths and recognize them and, you know, and recognize your own weaknesses and collaborate to overcome a problem or to get a really cool thing out the door. Um, how, how do you right. find balancing the business aspect with personal life um, and, and taking off the, the business people hats at the dinner table or, or however that works? Yeah, well, there's a, a variety of ways. Um, one of the things um, I have done personally, um, I've taken the social media apps off my phone and um, and, and I've even blocked the websites off my phone. I know that sounds crazy, but that way, because you just, you know, pop a little bit here, a little bit there. And so when I get on social media, it's on my laptop and then I just quickly intentionally get on and then I'm off. Mm. And um, so that has really helped me um, just with my time. And, um, and then another thing we've done is we, um, there's a two hour block a day where we do not have any pets that's scheduled. Um, for us, it's between four and six. So it's not even an option for the clients to schedule that block. And, um, and that's something consistent that we know we can look forward to every single day, four to six, that's our time. That's, you know, scheduling appointments, um, taking a nap, having dinner, (laughs) normal things. So, um, it's been great. I mean, just that you would just think that one little thing has just made all the difference. So we, we, but that's one thing we've done. And then that that's consistent. And of course we've set office hours. Um, so that way, you know, clients know, you know, after a certain hour, we're, you know, we're not going to respond. And, um, and then that way, and of course our phones are on do not disturb after hours, you know, we don't have to worry about that. And we also utilize, um, Omnicall receptionist and they answer our calls 24 seven. So my stress level is almost zero now when it comes to phones and phone calls. I used to be like, you know, as soon as I walk downstairs to grab something, the phone would ring and I'd be like, oh, oh, oh running upstairs, like, oh my gosh, and fumbling with the phone, like, oh, hello, you know. And, so, <laughs> and I didn't realize how much stress that was causing me. Mm. And so I don't have to worry about that now. That that has gone, um, all my phone calls are being answered professionally and it, they send me a text or an email. So I don't have to worry about that. So 
when I've kind of set those boundaries of, okay, here's my time and business hours and everything, then we can, you know, schedule our pockets of time that work for us. Um, you know, when we, when we, when we try to unplug, you know, cause obviously we work together and ever, and, um, you know, we live together. So we try to, when it's, when we when we're off, we're just off. Like if we're just going to watch a movie or relax, read, whatever, that's just off. And unless there's something really going on, we try to catch ourselves if we're talking business or whatever, so we can kind of have that balance and stuff. Um, so that has really helped us is, um, is just kind of being more intentional with our time. Cause I mean, before I set some of those things in place, it was just like things were happening all the time and you're just going and going and things are just, you don't even have a second because you don't, you know, have anything to look forward to. But if you know, you got, okay, I've got these two hours, you know, that I won't have pet sits. I can make appointments. I can do certain things, you know, and, and then setting the boundaries of the, um, of the time. And I think, you know, with a lot of people, COVID after COVID, that kind of gave us that reset. Um, it was a really nice, uh, reset that we needed. And, um, and it kind of put us into like a slower pace. We're in stopping to smell the roses more, enjoying life more. And we've been sitting outside, um, working more, you know, just little things that have just made such a difference. And it's just being intentional. A lot of times we find ourselves saying, Oh, I don't have time, but well, what were you doing with that time? You know? And so that's kind of where we've helped us with. Yeah. Well, and the hearing that evolution of time of how you over time of how you have put these boundaries into place. It sounds like it wasn't maybe not easy to put those boundaries into into place. How how did you, you know, what was some of the first signs that you needed those or to get you to to get those in place? Well, you know, you don't realize how often you check your phone. I'm sure that's, you know, that's something everybody talks about. And so that's where, you know, you you always think I got to check it. I got to check it. I got to look at it. You really don't, you know, you can just set a certain time to look at it. And so that was that discipline um, that I did for me. That's why I completely just, I don't even get on it at all anymore on my phone. Um, I just do it on the computer and like the social media. And then that way I'm more intentional with it. And I just get on for mostly for business and, you know, look around for personal or whatever, and then I'm gone. And then I can I just, and then I don't realize I don't miss it as much. And then when I do quickly get on, I can just quickly be intentional and get out. And then I don't have to waste time doing certain things. Um, and pretty much, I mean, the business hours, that was one hard thing, but COVID kind of helped us with that. That was something that we had been talking about forever and ever and ever and ever. And then after that, we're like, we are implementing that right now <laughs> because it was like we needed that, you know, because I mean, I'm a night owl. So sometimes I would rep- reply to certain things later at night. And, but then that's setting that standard, you know, for the clients and different things like that. And so we wanted to make sure not to do that. And so that's why we set those boundaries. And it's also for us as well as the client, you know, just to let us know, Hey, you know, we're not on call and, and, um, but it, it was important to do that, especially the two hour block that has made such a difference because when, when do you make appointments when people need pet sits seven days a week, 365 days a year, pretty much any time block you allow. So you have to set something for yourself because otherwise it's wide open. And then that was what was happening. I was just 
going around. And so it was like, okay, I've got to set this here. Let's set this here. And wow, it's just been really good. And it was, it was a process. Yeah, it it is. And it's these, but it's these little things that are going to build up over time that are really going to set yourself up for success. And, you know, you, you mentioned earlier about how quote, you know, you said things happen, like things just happened whenever you didn't have these boundaries in place. And it's like, you're just kind of going through the day and things were happening to you and it kind of rushing through and figuring out where to go. And now this intentionality has come in this purposeful uh, attention and directness in your actions is making going, no, things don't just happen. I am, I am making them happen and they're not happening unless I let them right. And, (laughs) and taking some, and taking that control back away from outside influences, away from the, the clients who are contacting you at 10 PM, demanding your attention, demanding something, right? And you're like, no, I'm no nope, office hours. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, I've, um, because I work, you know, as a team, my husband and I can delegate things. And so I, I've been able to, um, he's been able to take on some tasks that I was trying to rush and do. They realized I don't need to rush and do some of these things. And so he was able to do like a scheduling appointments or maybe even responding to client messages or just little things. And so taking a lot of that off of my plate and invoicing and a lot of things. Now I can focus on other things. Have you heard about Time to Pet? Susan from the Pet Gal has this to say. Time to Pet has helped us grow exponentially. We believe the platform's features make us by far more professional than other companies who use conventional dashboards. They are the software gurus constantly developing and improving the platform based on user feedback. This decision was a good one. If you're looking for new pet sitting software, give Time to Pet a try. Our listeners get 50% off your first three months by visiting timetopet.com forward slash confessional. somebody's listening to this and they're working with their spouse, they're working with their significant other, what, what advice would you give to them so that they can have a good working relationship and a good, and, and maintain that personal relationship? Yeah. I think just listening to each other and, and just knowing that you both, you know, you're, you're both working together on things and um, just setting, you know, just for us, I mean, we, we, I set the schedule and we talk about things and just kind of going through, well, maybe not this or maybe not that. And so a lot of times it's, you know, working together on things. And so that's kind of um, where I think sometimes we tend to just do things yourself and you're just running off and you forget to communicate things. So trying to make sure you also communicate because I'm bad about that. I'm like quickly do something and run off. And then he's like, what are we doing? I'm like, Oh yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) so there's obviously going to be that in there. So, um, so just making sure you communicate and, um, and then of course you have, you know, you can appreciate things, um, you know, when you have those times, because, you know, you know, way you, it's interesting how you can resolve certain things too, because you're working together and you handle it right off the bat, you know? So just communication, I think is the big thing. Um, cause it's so, cause you're both doing your own thing, but then you have to keep, you know, communicating what's going on. And sometimes you will do things together because we do drop in visits. So we're, you know, he's over there and I'm over here. And then we come home and we, you know, we, or a lot of times he's working from home. And then, so like, he'll be working on things. And so you just, just communication, I think is a big thing. 
So that way everybody's on the same page of what's happening and stuff like that. No, it really does. It's it's amazing how much just a little bit of communication, like how that impacts. I know for Megan and I, when we, you know, we'll have a, a day of disagreement and we're not exactly friendly to one another, but because we work together, we have to talk to each other and it almost like forces us to resolve the other stuff so that we can get down to business and get this moving. And like it, when you're when you're communicating it like that and you're going, okay, like I've got to put this aside, let's get the, over this real quick so that we can keep moving on and because I've got to talk to you about this. I've got to talk to you about scheduling this dog and I know I'm really angry at you right now, but <laughs> this client needs help. Let's solve this together. Like it does kind of force you to continually come back and resolve that stuff pretty quickly. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We have our, we have our morning routine down pat. I mean, we got the coffee pot set, what we're going to have for breakfast. We pack our, we have pack a big old uh, cooler of snacks and things. So we don't go to fast food or anything. We just a bunch of healthy snacks and foods. Mm. And so we just, we just like a, you know, madhouse. We just throw all things in the cooler and, you know, and we just, but we, we have a system, you know, and it, it it's interesting how it can all work if you've got a system. But there's, like you said, there's times where we're just like, might move out of my way. I got to go, you know, <laughs> but, you know, but you, like you said, as long as like, you know, you don't go to bed mad kind of thing, you know, right. as long as you resolve it when you need to and you talk about it when you when you need to. Sure. It works. And, um, and, you know, and it's also you, you have someone in your corner, you have someone there for you and, and you can work through things. And we all, like I said, we, we have our different, we're different personalities and, you know, we different, you know, he's, I'm more ADHD and he's more ADD, you know, (laughs) so we kind of, you know, can work together on that. So, um, just, you know, I I think using, using those differences, um, make, make the difference really. No, no, I, no, that, no, that's really good. Using the difference makes the difference. Like it it really does knowing that you have strengths that I don't, I have strengths that you don't, that's good. And, and remind, remember, oh, right. I do have a partner. I do have somebody in my corner that is rooting for me to succeed here. Like I need yeah. to remember that on those crazy days. Yes. And, and, and I'm yeah. that for, for the, for the person as well. Like that's, that's, you do have to keep that forefront of mind of like, I'm not in this alone. When you're working with a partner, yeah. you're not, I'm not, I'm yeah. just inherently not like they're here with me. <laughs> you know, you mentioned you're working together. You're seeing a lot more each other than you were when you were in corporate America. So what, what was that shift like out of corporate America? What, was the catalyst for that change for you? Well, basically, um, I was working a lot. So I was working, I was doing pet sits before work and I was having to get to work at eight. So I was doing stuff early in the morning. I was doing pet sets early in the morning, getting to work at eight. And, um, and then all of my breaks, I was spent, um, returning client phone calls, scheduling appointments, and then all my lunch hours, same thing. I was spending my lunch hours talking to clients, doing all that stuff, or what sometimes I would go do a pet sit and come back and then I get off at five and then I would go do client consultations and just kept on going. I was burning both candles. I mean, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And um, I started it to, you know, just to kind of make a little money and to make pay off some debt. And then it just kept going and going and going. And it was just so it was just amazing. Mm-hmm. And so that's when we, you know, we, after doing all that, it was like, okay, maybe we could do this full time. And so that's when my husband and I, we sat down and we ran the numbers and we had a plan. We had a business plan. We decided to get out of debt. Uh, we paid off any debt we had, and we had a few months 
um, income save. That way, when we made that transition, we weren't focusing on money because, you know, last thing you want is paycheck to paycheck and you're like have no corporate <laughs> money coming in. And so I wanted that not to be a stressor or anything I was worried about. And, um, and that I'm so glad we did that because then, you know, I wasn't worried about money because, you know, like a salesperson, if they're thinking about money, then it comes across, you know, so you don't want that to be a problem. And so that's one of the things we did and, and the planning really worked. And, um, and then I was able to, um, when I, when I put my two weeks in, I'd never look back and it's just been, we just, we just like, it was like open the floodgate, boom. And then a couple of years later, my husband joined me full time. And cause I kept saying, here, do this here, help me with this, <laughs> help me with this. <laughs> he was already like, okay, you know, working his job and then doing things. And so, but it was, it was great. Now, do you remember your first client? Yes, I do. Um, Josie, she was a long, uh, long haired Dodson. Um, when we first started um, getting the word out, we just put flyers out at some nice neighborhood out in this area. And so she had responded to the flyer and um, she, she became our first client, Josie, the um, sweet, sweet dog. And, and it's, you know, we did some dog walks and then, you know, drop in visits when she was out of town. And, um, and then through, through that, we kept getting more clients in that neighborhood and just kept growing and growing from there. Just, um, you know, just telling people about what we did. And um, so it just one, one person after another, but yeah, Josie was so fun and we had to keep up with her. (laughs) (laughs) How have you marketed over the years? Yeah, we're finally at a point now where word of mouth and um, referrals are pretty much getting to be most of our business. Um, but obviously when we first started, we had that shoestring budget. So we were, um, you know, passing out flyers and talking to people. Um, but, um, and of course our website, um, a lot of people find us through that, you know, just doing a search engine result, but we have found, um, consistency and a montage of efforts to be, to really work. Um, we utilize a lot of the networking events, um, whether with the chamber or um, some, there's a couple of independent networking events. And it's definitely something you have to consistently do. Um, it's not something you just do one time and that's it because you want people to keep remembering you because like, if you just went one time, if somebody goes to that person and says, Oh, um, do you know a pet sitter? They'll say, well, there was somebody here one time. I don't, no, remember who they were really. But if you consistently come, <laughs> yeah. if you consistently go and meet people and they you build that relationship, you have friends, you, you know, connection. And whether it's not a direct referral, um, it's going to become like an indirect. So like they have clients. So a lot of these are business people, but then they have a pool of clients. And so those people, you'll be surprised. They may say, oh, I got it. I'm going out of town and, and my friends, you know, they, they bailed out on me and I don't know what to do. And they may be telling that they're, you know, that person. And they'll say, Oh, I know somebody that goes to our networking event. Here's her information. And so, you know, and then it's been great. And, and, you know, you have so many opportunities and of course now there's a lot of virtual stuff. Um, for me, I do a lot of, um, um, passing out my cards and, um, whether it's people I already do business with, you'd be surprised. People will be more than happy to, you know, you're already doing business with your hairdresser, your nail person, you know, you name it, anything, anybody you already do business with, you know, you, you know, they, you tell them what you do all the time and you give them your cards and they'll have some of your cards out or they'll just know who you are and they'll be referring people. Um, I'm, I'm getting, I've gotten those too. 
and it's just being consistent. Um, I used to do uh, Mary Kay. I was a, a beauty consultant years ago. And one of the things that we were supposed to do was, um, five income producing activities a day. <laughs> so it's kind of stuck with me. And um, so I'm always, you know, whether I'm wearing my, my shirt, I, I mean, like, you know, whether I'm wearing my, my business shirt or a name tag or um, just what, always looking for opportunities to, to tell somebody what you do, you know, passing out a card or just, you know, giving them a smile, talking about their animal or, um, and of course, obviously your great experience with, um, you know, your clients, then they'll be referring people, um, which is why I think being consistent again with, um, like social media is important because if someone, if a client does refer you, you know, to someone and they go to your social media and it's like, 2018 was the last post or whatever, they're going to go, Oh, okay. I wonder if they're still around, you know, are they still there? Are they active? You know? (laughs) So that's where, you know, being consistent, you know, is so important. Mm. And those little things make all the difference. I mean, just, you know, you know, liking something consistently, not just one time and you forget all about it. And then you go back six months later and go, Oh, that didn't work. Well, yeah. Cause you only did it one time, you know, you got to keep doing it. You got to keep doing doing it. <laughs> I know it's so silly, but it's just, just you just got to keep doing it. And, and man, it's like, finally, I felt like finally after 15 years, we're finally getting like referrals. I mean, that's just like word of mouth. Oh yeah. So-and-so referred me and I found you from this or, you know, and um, of course the search engine and stuff too. But um, yeah. so that's been, it's been really exciting because I always ask, you know, how did you hear about us? We always like to know what marketing efforts are working. And so I'm able to start tracking and I'm starting to put down more and more, you know, so-and-so referred us, so-and-so referred us. That idea of going, oh, well, I went to that one event one time. Good. I my Marketing, check. I have my checkbox on marketing. I'm done. You know, it's like, no, no, no. You have to go again and again and again and again. It's it's that it's that yeah. mentality of like okay what else can I do what else can I do what else can I do like well did you do it again it's like oh, do I have to yes you have to do it again and being consistent because it's it's keeping that mindset of okay they might not need me right now but when they need me in six months I want them to remember my name and I want them to be able to tell my name to somebody else and so it's having this much longer view of that process instead of this immediate one time I do this one thing I get immediate payout you may. Most likely, you're not, but staying top of mind and reminding people because they're going to forget your name. They're going to forget your business name. They're going to forget what you do. They're going to forget your face. That's fine. Go again and, and continue to put this stuff out there so that so that they don't, basically. <laughs> Yeah, and it's true. And, you know, with pet sitting, there is so we offer multiple services and it's so vast. So you can get really creative and you don't have to say, you know, you're the same old pitch every time. You could just one time talk about cat sitting and then next time you just talk about birds. Next time you talk about dog walking. Next time you talk about this. And so and then what happens is you kind of become known, you know, oh, yeah, that's the that's the pet person over there because a lot of pet sitters I mean, when I do these things, there's no other pet centers there. So, hey, people know me. <laughs> so, yeah. And you kind of re- begin to, the more you talk about it, it's interesting. You start attracting, you know, people are going to be remembering you because I get a lot of uh, people. Oh, yeah. So and so. I mean, when, when there's when I'm also part of a couple of groups, um, Facebook groups um, locally. And so I, I kind of monitor those here and there for if someone says, hey, you know, is there a pet sitter or whatever? 
because because of those efforts, people are already tagging me. I, I'll, I'll go, before the, by the time I get in there, there's already like ten tags. I'm like, yes, hello, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> but it's just that consistency that did that. But it, it's just been like. This is like awesome. I'm like, they're doing all the work for me. Right. No, it is. It, it, talk about heartwarming, make your day kind of thing when you find one of those posts. And you're like, oh, who, why, what, who, who tagged me on this post? Oh, oh, yeah. I play. Oh, great. Yes. Thank you. You're awesome. Right. Because like, you're right. Like, it's this, it's, it's this, like, I can't be marketing myself 24 7. I can't. Like, so I need to put my f- efforts, I need to focus my efforts where I can. And it will pay off. Right. People will start recommending you when those things come up. They will. Like, that will happen and it's it's one of the best feelings in the world because you didn't ask for them to do that they love you so much and the services that you provide that they're they're going to tell you more people about you and that's you can't ask for better clients and you can't ask for better marketing for that true and of course i also give back naturally too so like when i'm when i'm in those forums two people will say hey i'm looking for electrician i'll quickly post my i'll just comment on my electrician. So I'm constantly active too and giving them helpful resources. Um, You'll be surprised some people say, oh, I'm looking to adopt a puppy or whatever. And I'll put a quick resource in there. And so I'm without saying anything or doing anything, just naturally doing things. And those kind of things will start to come back to you too, because people remember, oh yeah, yeah, they were, they were, you know, they'll start remembering you because you, you were also helpful too with other things. Yeah, it's not just pet sitting stuff. It's not just the pet sitting advice. It's not that you're just being a, a good citizen of your area, right? You're you're just you're in, invested in the community, and you're just being a community member at that point, taking care of other people and meeting their needs. You know, when I hear when I hear consistency and what we're talking about here of like long term view, these little things are going to pay off. You know, I'm thinking about that. That sounds like it takes patience. That sounds like it takes a lot of patience. How do how do you find that patience in in that? And, and does, does that come easy to you? No. <laughs> well, I, honestly, um, well, because when I, because um, I, I left my corporate job June of 2012. So I wasn't able to do a lot of the networking until 2012. So I was, a, I was able to do some, some things remotely or, you know, participate in some things, but I was working a full-time job and doing the pet sets. So my time was obviously really limited. So I did more like passing out my cards or things that I was able to do while I was out and about, always wore my shirt and just little, little things. Um, but basically once I stopped thinking about it or worrying about it, that's when it, 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 that's when it just started happening (laughs) because, you know, a lot of times if you go to a networking event, you're like, okay, well, I've talked to three people and da da da, and I should be hearing back or something. Well, it doesn't work that way because a networking event and and there's different types of networking events. It doesn't have to just be the business kind. I mean, we, there's like a couple local networking. I mean, obviously I think there's uh, even some net pet sitters you can connect with pet sitters and they'll refer people to you because you'll, you'll be busy and, you know, you can refer people to them. So there's different types of events. Um, But not having that expectation, once I stopped thinking about that, that's when it was like, huh, it just kind of takes the pressure off. And so I'm not waiting. So that's where the patience comes in because I'm not thinking about it or waiting for it. I'm just doing the efforts and going about my day. I'm passing out that car when most of the time I would, that's the thing, the beauty of pet sitting versus um, I've I've been in sales before I I did a, you know, I was beauty consultant with Mary Kay and I used to have to 
actively tried to get people to, um, you know, I would give them my information and I was, I was the one doing the, a lot of the engaging, but with pet sitting, I have found, um, people come to me, you know, like I, I have a, I have my brand, my, my, you know, my business shirt on and they'll come to me and say, Oh, do you do pet sitting? And I'm like, yeah. And then I just, we have a conversation or if I see a cute dog, you know, I, we have a conversation. So I always try to, you know, I've always have, I have my top dog shirt on or I, I have a magnet on my car and, um, so you just be surprised and then people will come to me and I mean, because I've talked about it or whatever, people will come to me and say, Hey, do you need to have some cards? Um, I want to, um, um, I, I want to pass out your cards and through those networking events, uh, a lot has come out of that and people have approached me to, you know, do a Facebook live with them and interview me. And they, and so that's, again, that's another shout out for our business, but I didn't even have to do anything. They're coming to me. So what's happening is through that time and that effort, um, of just being consistent and being out there it's going to happen. And so because I'm not waiting, I'm not worried about, because I'm not patient. My husband will tell you, he's like, you're too impatient. So when I stop waiting, then I can, I can deal with it because I'm just going about my day and doing my thing and just consistently doing something. And then it comes, it comes to me. Stop waiting. And the patience just comes naturally. And you're not waiting anymore because you've removed the focus, right? The focus, that's not the focus anymore. The focus is just is is being a, a good citizen and and doing your job and and being great at it and trusting and knowing that this other stuff's going to happen and you're you, you know that and so you know that that you know w- w- uh, watch pot never boils why doesn't it boil well it takes for long so because you're sitting there watching the seconds click by and you're going okay is it now is it now is it now is it now like okay like no I, I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on the the dinner at the end and the good pasta that I'm gonna have the pot's gonna get there when it gets there. I know I'm going to have dinner later. Like it's, it's this removing the focus. So you don't have to be, you don't have to worry about that. You don't, cause your focus is on something else and something more important, really not those, not those individual things that you're, that we can get so caught up on. No one likes having to think or even talk about what happens when a dear client passes away. This just happened to Megan and I, actually, one of our longtime clients. Her name was Jules. But Pet Perennials made it really easy to send a gift directly to her owner. They have this really awesome direct-to-client gift service that takes the effort completely off of us and ensures a thoughtful, personalized sympathy gift that reaches our client or our employee. All gift packages include a handwritten card, colorful gift wrap, and shipping fees across the U.S. and Canada. Now, they just launched a brand new offering of an array of milestone gifts and greeting cards that can be sent to celebrate special moments people share with their pets. If you're interested, as a business, register for a free account to receive their discounted pricing on their packages rather than paying their consumer prices. Since service is leveraged as an as-need basis, there is no monthly or annual obligation or minimum purchase a month. Learn more and register using petperennials.com forward slash pages forward slash GPS. And enter the referral code PSC when you register your business. You will then be given a unique coupon code to save $2 off any packages you would send in your first 90 days. Thinking back over 15 years in business, what are some things that you have found that have worked really good for you or some of the best practices that you implement? Um, Always going that extra mile. So if there's something, you know, that 
you know, you kind of notice, you know, maybe that might be off, you know, just mentioning that or just doing little extra things, you know, just bringing in something, doing something extra. Those are, those will be noticed and people will really appreciate that. You know, if you saw like we, we have one client where we noticed, um, you know, there was a little spit up on the, on the, on the pet bed. And so my husband pulled it out and cleaned it up the best he could and put a towel over it and told her, cause she'll be home that, you know, a couple hours later. And she just was like, so thankful for days was just like, thank you so much. And so just going, just doing those little things, um, we have found to really pay off and people, you know, just going, doing those little extra things that you're not really told to do. Uh, I think um, people, it, you know, like, you know, this not, this just kind of extra that you just kind of do. You know, I, I'm thinking to something that is so, you know, it might seem so insignificant, but if you know your client's getting home late at night, turn on the porch light for them. Or leave a light on in the inside of the house for them. Like, like these little things where it's just, it, it, it literally takes you no extra energy to flip a light switch as you're on your way out the door. But they, they like, that is so huge to them because that means, like, that tells them not only were you thinking about the pet, but you were also thinking about them, their safety, making sure that they were cared for and that putting the focus on them in addition to their pet. Like, that just, it it shows that you are you're, you're concerned for the whole whole thing, right from from top to bottom. It's just amazing what just doing one little extra thing, or even writing a little note. You know um, um, how that's been a big deal for people, and they remember that it's just kind of because um, we don't usually see their clients, you know, right. and so you try to do little things to be there when you're not there you know, when they can't see you and everything. That's one little thing I would say, you know, is do just always going that extra mile and um, doing extra things when not, you know, it's not like you said, it's not going to take you extra time, flip the light on as you're on the way out um, because, you know, they're coming home late. Just little things like that um, makes a big difference. Now, I'm sure after 15 years, you've probably had some really interesting experiences. Uh, so what's been one of the crazier ones or most interesting ones that you've come across or that's happened to you, I guess? <laughs> yes. Well, of course, there's several, but one that definitely comes to mind is I went to a pet sit to do the morning visit and I get there and there are cars everywhere, all in the grass and the driveway. So I'm like, okay, this isn't right because obviously that wasn't you know, the setup. So I get to the house and of course the doors unlocked and, um, long story short, the, uh, son had a party and there was people everywhere. <laughs> I'm walking over people. It, it was kind of crazy. <laughs> so, and the dogs were outside. Of course, they're not supposed to be outside. Yeah. So when I get there, they're looking at me like, um, can I come in? Why am I out here? What's going on? So it was so awkward. I had to get the dogs in and, and I'm doing the routine with the other pets. Very awkward. And I'm just, you know, slowly going to this routine and, and there's people there. And I was just like, ah. so obviously, you know, of course I called the client and said, you know, definitely can't do this. You know, when someone's supposed to be there, I think the son was supposed to be in and out. I would never see him, but yeah, <laughs> I saw him. <laughs> And a whole bunch of other people too. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, it was great. <laughs> oh. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, you talk about it. oh that uh, awkward is probably uh, not sufficient of a word to describe that kind of interaction. <laughs> yeah, I said some things. I was like, really? I kept going, really? Like, oh my gosh, you know? Like, it was just like ah, you know. And of course, you know, the, the animals are like, what? What's going on here? You know? So, but you know, again, you you have an experience. You learn with every policy and everything you learn. You know, this was early on in my pet sitting. Um, so when they said, oh, you may or may not see the sun. Well, now we don't do that. So um, <laughs> nobody's, we don't do any pet sitting, any shared visits or anything like that. And we try really hard not to, um, you know, if anyone's going to be in and out of the home because of those reasons for safety. And, you know, because probably now I probably wouldn't even have gone in there, you know, yeah, <laughs> I would call, you know, like, Hey, there's like 500 cars outside, you know, <laughs> but I was thinking of the pets and I'm like, Oh, I got to get to the pets. What's happening? You know? And, yeah. but it's, it was crazy. That was wild. But, you know, I definitely learned from that experience and, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just it, it talks about, you know, how it just takes one situation like that to completely change how you operate. Uh, and put in new policies and procedures so that you're, you know, thinking about your health and safety and, the, and that of the pets as well. Yes, with every experience, you know, definitely helped to understand our policies and why we have certain things in place, and um, and some reinforced others. And you know, I mean, obviously, in 15, 15 years of business, we've experienced every possible scenario you can imagine when trying to either share a visit or someone may or may not be there. And so that's why we just try really hard to just say, you know, fortunately, you know, we just can't do that. Um, We just have to keep consistency and keep only us being the only pet care provider. Um, And just, you know, makes all the difference. I was also curious, uh, what are some of your favorite resources or tools that you use in your business or that you've um, enjoyed uh, over the past 15 years? Obviously, Time to Pet. That's a great one. Um, They're obviously a sponsor of the podcast, too. Um, They're wonderful. um, We do credit card only, and it's very easy to do all of our, um, invoicing and it's also QuickBook integrated. Um, so it's been such a great resource, um, that we use even with the client communication, there's a conversation piece in there and, um, we can easily send pictures and updates. So time to pet for sure. Another great resource is by, uh, Kate, McQuellen. Um, she has a marketing planner. Um, and it's a, basically it's a social media content calendar for the whole year. And, um, it even includes some blog ideas and stuff. It's petbusinessowners.com is where I got it. And wow, that has been so great because, um, just thinking about what to post is, is, it can be overwhelming. And I, I usually get in a rut. And so that's where this has really helped keep things kind of flowing in different types of topics and keep the variety of what I post. And so, um, 
So that has been a great resource. Buffer is what I use um, to schedule all of my uh, social media um, posts um, to various platforms. Um, you know, when I get those pockets of time, I can just quickly go in and schedule. Like I've already got the whole month of um, November. This is November here, but I've already got like the whole month um, done. And so I don't have to worry about um, that right now um, wow. because I've got them all scheduled. Um, so that's been helpful. Um, I'm a member of PSI, um, Pet Sitters International, um, and they have like a monthly toolbox that they send, um, and it has social media images and articles that you can share to your clients and calendars. And that has just been so helpful. Again, coming up, what to talk about content and stuff. Um, and they also have like the, the social media images are fun. So like if it's say it's, you know, pet diabetes awareness month, a lot of times they'll have a a graphic with that and everything that I could just quickly share to our clients with an article or something. Mm -hmm. And lastly, I would say uh, pet perennials is another great resource we use. Um, They um, do pet sympathy, um, sympathy cards um, and um, gifts for um, our you know, pet clients when they, when our pets pass away, obviously that's a hard part of our business. And so we usually send like a, like a little heart candle um, with a card and they will actually handwrite the card and everything. But, you know, with, with everything happening and we're so busy, I could just shoot them a quick message and they will get um, um, a nice gift with a handwritten card um, to the client whenever their pet passes. And that has been so helpful to us. And then it gives them something personal, you know, at a moment that they really need it. And there's a variety of gifts too. So we can choose something that's more custom for that client. Um, and it's very reasonable and they're very prompt. So um, that that's helped me a lot. Well, and I, I love how each of these resources is taking something off of your plate and say, and making you able to focus on the things you want to focus on the social media aspect. I know that that's something that Megan and I struggle with is like, okay, what do we post tomorrow? Oh, what do we post today? Oh, I forgot about today's post. What do we like? I know I'm supposed to, but what do I do? And to, to have these kind of resources that go, here you go. This is what you're going to post. Like, great. Awesome. I didn't want to be that concerned about it anyway. I can focus on these <laughs> other things. <laughs> we also use um, Omnicall receptionist and that. That's been really helpful with our phone calls. I think I mentioned a little bit about that. So I'll, we'll, I'll leave the link on there for Omnicall receptionist because you can use it. We use it all the time. We have it connected 24-7 and then they can live transfer a call to us. But you could just turn it on and off like after hours. I mean, um, it's completely customizable, like however you want to, uh, what you want them to say when they answer the phone for you, what information they take. Um, so that's been so helpful. Yeah. Cause that was my next question of, of how, how customizable was it? But it sounds like if you can give them a script and get information and they, you know, information about the business and that kind of stuff, like, wow, how awesome is that to be able to provide that for your, for your customers too? Like not just your peace of mind of going, okay, I don't have to worry about phone calls because somebody else is taking care of that, but also knowing your clients are getting taken care of 
when you're not able to, or whenever you're, you're when you're unavailable. It's really helped with um, with new leads too, because that was my biggest thing when I had calls coming to my cell phone. You got you get all the spam because I get so much spam calls. I mean, you know, the hangups all day long. That was stressful. There's nothing more stressful to saying hello, top dog pet sitter. How can I help you? And then click, you know, or you know, it's a it's a sales call or whatever. So I don't, I don't get any of those types of messages anymore that goes to them. And, um, and then especially the new leads that has been huge because when someone new calls, they are answer professionally with your business and they'll, they know our service area too. So Mm. if someone's not in our service area, they'll tell them we don't service that area. I don't have to deal with calls for say, um, boarding or grooming or things, services we don't offer, they'll yes. tell them we don't offer that service. Um, so I'm not having to get those calls because that was another thing on my plate. I would be getting calls for, you know, for boarding and then I'd have to call the person back and, you know, and say, oh, we don't offer boarding, but here's some resources, uh, which was fine, but um, it was another thing I had to do. So yeah. um, now they can handle all that. So, and then they capture, you know, where they're located, you know, how many pets they have, you know, dates of service, just basic stuff. Stuff if I know. And so that makes all the difference, you know, capture, like you said, customizing exactly how you want it. If, if you don't want them to take, tell them anything or say anything, that's fine too. They can just take out, take a message and send you the message, but it really helps, you know, capturing those, those things. And you know, that I thinking about like those days where you're really busy and you're like, I don't have time for this phone call. Hello, how can I help you? Right? <laughs> like, cut, cut all that out. Send it to somebody who's going to be really nice every single time. <laughs> Absolutely. And even if you get that random call early in the morning, because that's another thing. I mean, even though I'm up early doing pet sets, I always... I, I, you know, I have 10 o'clock as my when they send me the calls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... You know, if someone calls at six o'clock in the morning and they want to tell me all this stuff, they can tell my receptionist because <laughs> I'm still getting ready or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Again, pulling back more control for your business and going, these are my terms. These are my conditions. And this is what I need to keep my sanity and have healthy boundaries. Christina, I have really enjoyed this conversation. I can't tell you how much I've I've loved learning about your experiences and how you've set up those those boundaries and your focus on the little things and consistency in your business over time and how it's paid off and how you're starting to see that that payoff in your business. Um, if if people want to get in touch uh, and and learn more about you and and maybe pick your brain for more about how to be consistent and what that looks like. How best can they do that? You can go to our website, topdogpetsitter.com. Shoot us an email, info at topdogpetsitter.com, or give us a call, 678-665-2213. And my receptionist will either pass you through to me or take a message. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. It was such a pleasure. Thank you so much for the opportunity. When it comes to setting boundaries, it really helps to focus on the mindset and the little things, the mindset that the change is needed, the mindset that says these boundaries are important to me and I must hold them so that I can be a better, healthier, more vibrant person, not just in my personal life, but also in my business. And then the small things, looking at every nook and cranny in our lives and in our business for small things to start doing right now 
to build up those boundaries. Whether it's having a call center take your calls, or whether it's having off hours or notifications turned off from certain times, each one of those is another brick in the wall of boundaries that we all need in our lives. We want to thank our sponsors, Timed Pet and Pet Perennials, for making this week's show possible. Check out the show notes or head on over to PetSitterConfessional.com forward slash 147 to see the notes and all of the links that we talked about in this week's episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening, for coming and showing up every single week. You have no idea how much it means that you share, that you're engaged, that you're involved in this wonderful community. Megan and I will be back again soon.